Hello, and welcome to Ghoul Gals, the podcast that brings you the possibly true stories of weird little creatures and unearthly happenings. Each episode revolves around a different theme, so play a game with us and try to guess that theme before the end of the episode. You can help to keep the podcast going by supporting us on Patreon. I'm Cassandra. And I'm Julie. And And here here we go. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How are you? It's just so good. (laughs) (laughs) So we were just talking about how I'm just falling apart uh, physically, mentally. Mm -hmm. Me too. I mean, it's it's rough. It's rough rough out there. (laughs) Yeah. To be a couple of ghouls in this economy. Uh Uh-huh. Horrible. Yeah, it's awful. (laughs) I don't recommend it to anyone. I got my wisdom teeth out Mm -hmm. and I get to keep them, which was very nice. And now I have a little jar with just three teeth. I only had three extras. Like the fourth just didn't grow. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's so weird. Very very odd. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And so that's been a trip. (laughs) I know I've said this before to you only, (laughs) but the fact that we as humans haven't evolved out of wisdom teeth yeah. is astonishing to it's, me it's cruel it's embarrassing at this point. yeah come on yeah we don't need them we got rid of tails why can't we get rid of these extra <laughs> ass teeth that don't we don't need and they just hurt us yeah badly yeah a lot yeah even i know you're gonna hate this idea cassandra because you are <laughs> you hate teeth especially teeth that are no longer in someone's mouth correct um but my friend at work was like uh, I know someone who got her wisdom teeth out and she made them into a necklace. And I was like, uh, that is the coolest no. idea. <laughs> I would love to do that. You better not. Oh my gosh. I have an electroforming set, which I have never <laughs> used. What? Um, which like you like put stuff in it. You have to like put like some chemicals on whatever you want to put in it. Uh-huh. Um, but then you put it in this kind of like other chemical. <laughs> Uh-huh. I've obviously never used it before. I mean, I don't know. But, um, and then you have like copper in it and mm. then you like surge electricity through it and the oh, copper gets stuck on the Yeah, I remember you getting that now actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think yep, just yep, sitting yep. in my basement. Nice. But who knows? But wouldn't it be cool to have like a little copper tooth? Would it? Or three? Um <laughs> Um, you know the answer to that i mean obviously other people think it's cool mm -hmm. i don't (laughs) i think it's uncool not for you you know how like they for babies would like take their little baby shoes and plate them yeah Um, uh that's gonna be me but with my wisdom oh i'm gonna like give it to the next generations except i'm not having kids (laughs) probably and then my sister is also not having kids Uh probably Give it to some so some, some random, random yeah. Just being a little. Hey, come over here, Sunny. Somehow I'm I'm Southern. <laughs> come over here, Sunny. You You've also teeth? lost some other teeth in the meantime. You like these teeth? Oh God! <laughs> Are you doing it to all your teeth or just the wisdom teeth? Oh my gosh! I mean, if I lose any more teeth, I'm definitely also gonna do it to those teeth. <laughs> 
what a God lucky kid. It. He take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> stupid so dumb why don't you just plate like your shoes like like they did with babies like, no, I'm gonna wear my plate shoes. your doc martens <laughs> i mean they have done me well mm-hmm. for a few years mm-hmm. you're gonna yeah. need to get a new pair eventually it's true they're yeah. getting slick at the bottom oh that's not good i know i forget where it was the other day but like i like slipped yeah yeah no it was like in a store or something oh, i wish it were in a cemetery <laughs> no one would be around to see me well <laughs> no, no one alive <laughs> Oh, God. Cemeteries are slippery, especially in the fall mm. and the winter. Yeah, because it's just wet. Yeah, it's wet. And Beauty. there's um, hidden uh, headstones. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when I worked at, uh, at the cemetery a few years ago, um, there was a woman who was no longer there because she slipped <gasps> on a headstone. And, like one of the flat ones that are, uh, what's that word? That are flat on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I have no idea. <laughs> and she broke her entire fucking leg. What? And this was like in a wheelchair. Oh, broke her no. leg. Yeah. Someone yeah. was like, join us. <laughs> Someone said, get the fuck off of my headstone. Yeah, don't tread on me, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Teeth. We can't tell you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yet. Um, cool. So you want to hear what I'm talking about today? Yeah, I would love to. Sure. Why the hell not? So today <laughs> I'm talking about Tiresias. Ooh. Uh, a famous blind prophet of Thebes. Ooh. Fun. Yeah. Excited. Like, thank God, finally a prophet from Thebes. <laughs> when you said blind, I thought my like my brain loves to finish people's sentences for them. Would love it. So I thought you were going to say blonde. <laughs> and I'm already like, why the fuck would that matter? <laughs> why wouldn't it? Now I'm really curious to know what his hair color was. I guess we'll never we'll know. Never know. <laughs> uh, so as with most Greek mythology, mm-hmm. uh, there are many different versions oh, of yeah. Yeah. Tiresias's story. But I have the two most common and weird examples here. Oh, weird. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> they're both weird and they're both co- common. So it's two total? Two stories. But they're yes. both common and weird at the same C- time. Correct. Correct. Love it. So and- they're like the most popular ones both real weird nice second one's way weirder so get ready oh i love it um so first of all in one myth tiresias was i don't know bopping around one day and he came upon athena bathing uh-oh naked i immediately was like good he deserves to be blind <laughs> That's what Athena thought, too. Yeah. So when she realized that Tiresias had seen her uh, in this state, she immediately struck him blind. Oh, okay. Wait, was watching her or just... No, he just he just so, okay, happened okay, upon that's... her, like in the forest. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Big bummer. Yeah. Big bummer. I mean, they're both 
Because I was Ugh, imagining bad. like like uh, Phil from Disney's Hercules <laughs> <laughs> watching the nymphs. I think. Ooh, yeah, the, yeah, being real creepy. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, oh. it doesn't say it like mm-hmm. that, so I would assume. No. So he just happened, like, wrong place, wrong time. Correct. Mm, Correct. Bummer. Um, so Chiriclo, I don't know if that's how you say it. Whatever. Um, Tiresias' mother happened to be one of Athena's attendants. Oh. So she begged the goddess to restore his sight. hmm But gods are not necessarily all-powerful. So she explained that she could not reverse the punishment. However, <laughs> she did feel kind of some compassion Hmm. and decided to give Tiresias a few valuable gifts as compensation for his lost eyesight. So Callimachus, an ancient Greek poet, uh, poet, sorry, poet, scholar, and librarian, (laughs) uh, who was active in Alexandria Alexandria, during the third century BBC, (laughs) R.I.P. Did you Um, say BBC? (laughs) Did you say in the third century BBC. <laughs> I don't know if you did. That's I'm embarrassing. Sorry. <laughs> I hope I did. All right. So uh, Calamacus, that dude, uh-huh. <clears throat> imagines Athena's words to Chiriclo in, this, in his fifth hymn. Okay. You ready for this? Uh, yeah. Um, I will make him a seer to be sung of men hereafter, yea, more excellent than any other. He shall know the birds, which is of good omen among all the countless birds that fly, and what birds are of ill-omened flight. Many oracles shall he utter to the Boeotians, and many unto Cadmus, and to the mighty sons of Labdacus in later days. totally who cares i love it um also i will give him a great staff which shall guide his feet as he hath need and i will give him a long term of life and he only when he dies shall walk among the dead having understanding honored by the great leader of peoples this seems so much more complex than just giving him his sight back (laughs) come on yeah um but it is interesting so he Mm. um in the odyssey he comes up because in the odyssey they like go to the underworld and they're like trying to talk to people and you have to like pay a certain toll or something or the (laughs) dead people have to pay a toll i don't remember i was like 14 the last the troll, <laughs> troll told to get in <laughs> um but apparently tiresias was able to just like speak to the dead the guy from the odyssey what's his name i keep wanting to say homer but that's who wrote the iliad <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm obviously <laughs> hold on, hold a on. full let me google idiot. this real quick so we don't sound dumb nice because I did thank read you, it. Thank you. I read it in class. Yeah. Who is the main character of the Odyssey? Who's the main character of the Odyssey? <laughs> Odysseus is the main character. Odysseus. That makes sense. <laughs> That's his name, but different. Okay. okay, wait. Who wrote the Odyssey? Oh, he wrote that. And he also wrote the Iliad. Oh, those are two different things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Wow. All right. 
So, um, yeah, so Tiresias <laughs> was able to speak to Odysseus uh-huh. um, and, like, they could, like, comprehend each other and, mm. like, he could actually still give, like, omens Interesting. Um, as a dead guy. ringing any bells. I know, it means nothing. All I remember wow. is that island with the pigs, I think. Or is that the Iliad? I don't know. Oh, God, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't even know I don't who know. the main character in the Iliad is. I don't even care enough <laughs> to know. I hated reading that <laughs> shit. Between right. that, like, those two, and then, like, um, what's the other one with the, with the, that starts with a B? With the... the Beowulf. Beowulf. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. What a fucking nightmare. God. I don't even remember. I feel like I just never read that one. Good. It's like, I'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. Just watch um, the shitty movie with Angelina Jolie. That's <laughs> all you need. I don't even, I don't do even know who plays Beowulf. <laughs> who plays the titular Beowulf? <laughs> Angelina Jolie. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh. All right. So, anyway, so she says all that stuff. <laughs> Um, thus, Tiresias's powers of divination, magical staff, uh, long longevity of life, and even his ability to continue prophesying after death, which we talked about in the Odyssey, uh-huh. were all gifts from Athena. Wow. Between these, Tiresias was able to navigate life just as well, if not better, than an ordinary sighted mort- mortal. Okay. So, cool. That's number one. Like, a little weird, not that weird. Yeah. <laughs> here we go oh God. all right so now we're on to the alternative myth okay i'm, I'm ready for this okay. this version also begins with tiresias coming across an unusual sight in the woods but this ain't no lady oh he sees two snakes doing it <gasps> snakes literal snakes literal not just snakes. like metaphorical snakes yeah, no, no no not even zeus <laughs> pretending to be a snake so he he sees two snakes doing it uh-huh. tiresias for some unknown reason oh god decides to hit the pair with his stick (gasps) he has a stick he bops them what uh by doing this he kills the female (gasps) snake uh or in some versions both snakes either way dick very rude uh as a consequence he is instantly transformed into a woman what (laughs) who who what that's right. I was not expecting no, that. I wasn't I was... either the first time I read this. Okay. Yeah. So he's huh. turned into a woman. Interesting. Is this a punishment? <clears throat> <laughs> it's like a consequence, mm-hmm. but maybe not a punishment okay. necessarily. It's interesting. Um, yeah. So he he went on to live as a woman for some time, about seven or eight years, according to most sources, in, including some of them saying that he married, that he had children. Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very interesting. Um, One day, however, Tiresias again happened upon two copulating snakes. Can you imagine? I've never seen that once, let alone No, I've never seen a snake. (laughs) You've never seen a snake? Not in the wild. In the wild? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Where am I going to see a snake? Outside. (laughs) (laughs) You live in Michigan? They're not that common here. I mean, yeah. I've seen probably like six snakes this summer what where <laughs> like um one was like on a beach in the up oh and then like that's practically a different state yeah mostly like hiking like hiking okay yeah fair. i don't it. do that shit <laughs> if, <clears throat> if it's not in the cemetery i'm not gonna see it and even sometimes if it is in the cemetery i'm not gonna see it <laughs> like that giant tortoise 
Yeah. Oh, Tenhave. I've seen the Tenhave, oh, okay. I think, maybe twice. That, that makes sense. But yeah, like woods. Anyway, we got to find you a snake. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good without. No, I mean, actually, I, I don't mind snakes. I just like, I don't need to see one. Yeah. Nothing. I'd rather see a frog, to be honest. That's fair. Which um, I've seen hundreds of. <laughs> They're so cute, though. Yeah. Like spring peepers are like my favorite ooh, little peepers. They're so cute. Okay, anyway, so, okay. One day, however, he happens upon two more copulating snakes. Um, According to some sources, Tiresias was able to cancel out his earlier misstep by killing the male snake. In others, he simply kills both again. Uh, And then is a man. And then was transformed back into a man. I mean, the the rules don't make sense. (laughs) But here we are. Um, <clears throat> so this remarkable experience left Tiresias in- incredibly well-placed to resolve a dispute between Zeus and Hera. You ready for this? Yes. You see, Hera and her husband Zeus could not agree about who has more pleasure in sex. Oh, it's the woman. Hera claimed... Well, depending. <laughs> well, you hope. Um, Hera claimed it was the man interesting and zeus claimed the woman so not what i would have necessarily thought but i mean i guess everybody thinks uh, like a grass is greener yeah. situation i mean if it's done right <laughs> i think it's the woman that's what i would say personally interesting but, um it's usually not so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um so <laughs> they asked tiresias who had lived as both a man and a woman to resolve the matter once and for all. So Tiresias' simple yet poignant response, (laughs) I say that because he's no longer a woman, um, was widely circulated in the ancient world. And it says, of 10 parts of sex, a man enjoys only one. (laughs) But a woman enjoys the full 10 parts in her heart. What are the ten parts? Do we know? No, I mean? don't know. <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> Boobs. But other butt. Two. <laughs> Neck probably. Or are we thinking like erogenous zones? I don't know. Two what? boob one boob, two boob. <laughs> one boob, two boob. One butt, the other butt. Three three boob four. What <laughs> is that one boob, two blue boob? <laughs> Red, Red boob, boob, blue boob. <laughs> so Hera was pissed about losing this argument and then punished Tiresias by striking him blind. <laughs> Again, a similar a similar thing. Oh, that is ridiculous. I know, that right? is deeply, Just, deeply ridiculous. She's pissed about ridiculous. being wrong. Right. Yeah. Whatever. God. So, but Zeus pitied Tiresias and compensated him by granting him the gift of divination and according mm. to some sources a life that spanned seven generations that's too long yeah way too long I don't want to be I mean back then is what like 100 years <laughs> who knows Not horrible Ugh. um so of course reading this mm-hmm. I'm like what's the coolest gift bird stuff right yeah i like birds yeah um so i'm like give me more of that yeah uh yeah. so being able to tell the future by looking at or listening to birds which was his gift that's dope is called augury 
Ooh. Uh, and it's been around pretty much forever, you know, mm-hmm. as there's, it's everywhere. So some say that the practice began in Rome because it was the way that Rome made its beginning. So here's a little story. What? <laughs> so once the founders of Rome, Romulus and Remus, arrived at the Palatine Hill, the two argued over where the exact position of the city should be. Romulus was set on building the city upon the Palatine, mm-hmm. but Remus wanted to build the city in a strategic and easily fortified Aventine Hill. Okay. The two agreed to settle their argument by testing their abilities as augurs and by the will of the gods. Huh. So each took a seat on the ground apart from one another. And according to Plutarch, philosopher, historian, biographer, essayist, and priest at the temple of uh, Apollo in Delphi, Jesus Christ, every single man that is talked about in ancient Greece has like a million, he's like philosopher, librarian, Uh essayist. I feel like if you were, you had any intelligence at all, you had like the burden of doing every intellectual job. (laughs) He's like, sorry, you got to do it all, Uh man. Also, philosopher, what is, I mean, that's just like thinking and this journaling. Is, and writing it down. Yeah. 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 I'm technically... Someone reads it later and is like, mm-hmm. right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So, um, so according to Plutarch, uh, Remus saw six vultures while Romulus <gasps> saw 12. Oh, shit. So there you go. Okay, Romulus wins. Yes. Because he saw the most vultures. <laughs> he saw the most vultures, so you win. <laughs> so vultures actually were hugely important in Roman augury. Oh. Uh, and furnished, they furnished the strongest signs an augur could receive from a wild bird, which I thought was very cool and cute. I love And they that. were even called sacred birds. Oh, <gasps> That's so sweet. I, lo- I love a vulture. Yeah, I feel like I see them the most often. At least, like, when I'm driving. Yeah. Good, uh, good signs. Smaller birds, I don't notice, usually. <laughs> <laughs> but vultures, I'm like, ooh. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. There she is. You almost crash, counting them. <laughs> Love it. You're an auger, and you didn't even know her. But so, auger i barely know her <laughs> yes, i love that joke so much okay so but uh, of course in reality rome was not the first to do it um augury was already a millennium old uh in the time of rome in the 14th century bc <laughs> a diplomatic correspondence preserved in egypt uh called the amarna correspondence mentions that the practice was familiar to the king of Alasia in Cyprus who needed an eagle diviner to be sent from Egypt. Hmm. Uh, this earlier practice of divining by bird signs familiar to the figure of Calchus, <laughs> the bird diviner to Agamemnon. Oh, I know him. All right. Let me do. <laughs> um, the, that auger actually led the army. Um, but then uh, like augury was replaced later by sacrifice divination through the inspection of a sacrificial animal's liver. Like the oracles? Yeah. Nice. I read about that oh, today because co- I was going to... Never mind. going <laughs> <laughs> to... Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so this is around the 8th century BC. That's so old as shit. Super old. Mm-hmm. Definitely old as shit. <laughs> well, older even. <laughs> okay. But so <laughs> back to ancient Rome. Uh-huh. Okay. So augury 
um, was obviously, we've kind of said, observing the behavior of birds mm-hmm. to receive omens. Hmm. Uh, when the individual known as the auger read the signs and received omens, it was referred to as taking the auspices. Um, with auspices meaning looking at birds. <laughs> Which is great. Why do I feel like I've heard that before? Is that a phrase that has been like taken to mean something else? Maybe. I mean, I it maybe I've just also, heard the word auspices. It was also very. <clears throat> I mean, it can also just be a divine or prophetic token. So, like, it could be used in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but like auspices is actually just the bird part but oh. it's kind of become like an all-encompassing sort of divination yeah um fascinating <clears throat> very interesting so in ancient rome the auspices held so much weight that the appointment and inauguration of magistrates decisions made within the people's assembly and the advancement of pretty much any campaign mm-hmm. always required a positive auspicium So elections, the passing of laws, and initiation of wars were all put on hold until the people were assured the gods agreed with their actions. Wow. Unlike in Greece, where oracles played the role of messenger of the gods, Rome thought it was through birds that Jupiter's will was interpreted. Very interesting. Fascinating. Isn't that interesting? Like truly fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I love it. Because I immediately, when I was like reading about um augury pretty much Mm -hmm. i was like birds oh birds i love it let's do it (laughs) and then i was like learning more and more about it and it was Uh very very interesting because it's used in so many different cultures and Mm -hmm. yeah it's very very interesting okay so auspices showed romans what they were to do or not to do no explanation for the decision was given except that it was the will of the gods. It would be difficult to execute any public act without consulting the auspices. Wow. It was also believed that if an augur committed an error in the interpretation of the signs, it was considered offensive to the gods and was often said to have disastrous effects unless corrected. Disastrous effects to the auger as well as just life in general. Oh my gosh. Isn't that crazy? That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So there were different types of auspices. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was the ex avibus. Though auspices were signs given by birds, not all birds in the sky were seen as symbols of the will of gods. No. Yeah. In fact, there were two classes of birds. Mm-hmm. The O signs, who gave auspices via their singing, usually, mm-hmm. um, and alites, who gave auspices via how they flew. So the O-signs, or singers, included ravens, crows, owls, and hens, each offering either a favorable omen Mm -hmm. or an unfavorable, depending on which side of the auger's designated area they appeared on. So like where the sound was coming from, where they were seen. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. The allites were the eagle, the vulture, and other raptors. Hmm. So some birds, uh, like the black woodpecker, could be considered both among the O signs and the Alites. Oh. So every movement and every sound made by these birds had a different meaning and interpretation according to the different circumstances mm-hmm. or times of the year when it was observed. Mm. So interesting. I love that. Right? The next type of auspice is the ex tripudis, <laughs> 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 meaning kind of like the dance. 
dance. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So these auspices were read by interpreting the eating patterns of birds, Mm. usually chickens, and were generally used on military expeditions. Oh my god. (laughs) Isn't this insane? I just, like, we just talked about Werner Herzog talking about (laughs) how stupid chickens are. And the fact that they were using this for war, of all things, these fucking idiot birds, no offense to them, God bless them, but (laughs) oh my God. Uh, Seriously, this is wild. Uh, Get ready. And like, so dumb. Anyway, okay. Um, So Cicero, a Roman statesman, lawyer, scholar, philosopher, writer, and academic skeptic. Whatever. (laughs) Wrote that at one point, any bird could perform the terpudium or sacred dance. Sounds right. But as the practice progressed, it soon became customary to use only chickens. (laughs) The chickens were kept in a cage under the care of the pularius or keeper of the chickens. (laughs) (laughs) who when the time came released the chickens and threw at them some sort of bread or cake if the chickens refused to come out or eat or uttered a cry or beat their wings or flew away the signs were considered unfavorable Mm. but if the chicken left its cage to feast so intensely that something fell from its mouth and landed on the ground very specific these signs were termed Tripudium solistimum and were considered to be a favorable sign. Yeah. So the trick was that the chickens were often starved <gasps> so that the d- divination would be in accordance to the wishes of those interested. Oh my gosh. Rude. Yeah. Very rude. What happens if they just eat normally? Like nothing falls from their mouth. Then they're probably like, oh, it's it's an okay day. <laughs> we can we can fight now. We're okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like all right. Yeah. <laughs> And then the last type is kind of the flight of the birds. Mm -hmm. So for the Romans, the high flight of birds was an auspicious omen, while the low flight was less happy. So if you saw vultures flying very low, that would be a bad omen, even though vultures in general are a good omen. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I was going to say... I interpreted what you said (laughs) the opposite of what you meant. (laughs) So I was like, oh, shit, I see vultures flying really high all the time. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's good, good, girl. That's good. Good. Okay, well, when is it going to be nice? <laughs> When's the good stuff going to happen? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> what if this is the good stuff? <laughs> oh, no. All right. Woof. All right. So I have one little story. <gasps> Yay. About the chickens. <laughs> okay. So during the first Punic War with Carthage. Sure. Sure. I remember that. <laughs> Nice. Good for you. Uh, I don't. Uh, Roman consul. (laughs) You were that very chicken. (laughs) And Werner Herzog was feeding me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Roman consul Publius Claudius Pulcher was in charge of the Roman Navy. Mm. So he consulted the chickens on what he thought would be a perfect day to attack the Carthaginian fleet but the chickens were less than excited by his battle plan and refused to eat anything Mm. pulcher had the chickens thrown overboard (gasps) saying if they won't eat let them drink first of all that's such a cunty thing to say (laughs) 
but like, <laughs> and I kind of was like, oh, okay. Okay. I love that. <laughs> Never mind. I like it again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's but horrible. Dead chickens hate it. That is horrible. Uh, so he, he ordered his ships into battle and suffered a crushing defeat. Good. The chickens were right the uh-huh. whole damn time. Uh-huh. Um, Bulcher was recalled to Rome and put on trial, not for losing the battle, but for killing the sacred chickens. Yes. He was sentenced to exile and died soon after. Nice. Justice. Justice. <laughs> Justice for the chickens. Anyway. Wow. Isn't that kind of cool? That's very cool. Yeah. I can't believe, like, I have heard of the oracles. Yeah. A hundred thousand times. Like, I'm so <laughs> Like, I don't know much about them, but I am very familiar with, like, just, like, a visual depiction of them, but I had no idea that anything like this was going on Yeah, at the same time. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. It's so... It's so cool. Interesting. And there's so much more to it. Like, this is mm-hmm. just, like, a tiny little... Maybe I'm, like, a tiny little, little bite. Morsel. Yeah, a little morsel mm-hmm. of what there is. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much, like, political power that went along with it, too, mm-hmm. because there was so much um, pow- power power that yeah. they could hold, because they yeah. could tell you what, if someone should be the head of the army or mm-hmm. not, or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like... For a while, there were there were four augers, and they were only of like the highest class, which yeah. meant like no plebs could be them, uh-huh. um, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And then like at one point, it changed, and suddenly there were nine of them, and five of them were allowed to be plebs. And then so suddenly, like this whole other lower class of society that had uh-huh. no power suddenly had a huge amount of power in what they Ooh. could do uh-huh. and how they could live their lives Ooh. because they could be like hey that bird told me that we should get better food i don't know that um, bird told me that everyone deserves housing <laughs> <laughs> that bird told me that there should be a four-day weekend <laughs> That's what I'm going to start saying. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, no, so there, there's so much more to it. That's so um, cool. Even if, like, yeah, if you get bored, just go to the Wikipedia page for Augury, yeah. A-U-G-U-R-Y. Um, and it's just, it's so interesting. Do there people was just so still much... practice it or, like, anything similar? <laughs> Truthfully, it's... just from, like, feels Googling easy. Augury and stuff, mm-hmm. like, it brings you back the exact same information from the Wikipedia page over yeah. and over and over again. Mm. Um, and so a lot of my research ended up being more about like Tiresias and stuff yeah. um, because it's like, oh, he's called the, you know, kind of the father of Augury, which mm-hmm. is also not true. But like, yeah, so yeah. there's you can like get more information from people connected to it and yeah. times connected to it, but not necessarily on like how to do. Because I was like, how can I do this? Because yeah. all I do is watch birds. <laughs> I love birds, uh-huh. so like, I like that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe there, maybe it means something. Maybe yeah. it doesn't, but it's kind of fun to think that it does. Yeah, um, and yeah, I don't know. So I have to, I have to do more research. Yeah. Um, that's so cool. But I'm like excited to do more research. Yeah. So it's very, very yeah, cool. I love that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> You're <that> welcome. Cool? <laughs> thanks. I invented it. Julius. Julius. All right. I'm very excited to hear about what you got. Okay. What you got cooking. Well, 
Bring your excitement down. <laughs> Today, I'm talking about the Moirai, mm. also known as the Fates. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so the Fates, in case you don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you saw me looking. I was like, let me I sure thing. did. <laughs> <laughs> the Fates, in mm-hmm. case you don't know, are a group of three weaving goddesses <sighs> who assign individual destinies to mortals at birth. Love that. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember that from... Disney's Hercules. Disney's Hercules. <laughs> yes, that's correct. And they all shared one eye. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't find anything about that. Which <laughs> Maybe was... that was just to add it in for the drama. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> and also not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the role of the fates was to ensure that every being, both mortal and divine. Oh. Yeah. Um, lived out their destiny as it was assigned to them by the laws of the universe interesting yeah so they had big jobs yeah for mortals this destiny spanned their entire lives and was represented as a thread spun from a spindle cute yeah generally they were considered to be above even the gods themselves really yeah well i mean because they controlled the gods fate right Ooh. um so like in a passage from the iliad hey i heard of that (laughs) hated it though (laughs) Read it, hated it. <laughs> boo. <laughs> Everybody boo this book. <laughs> oh, my oh God. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> um, so in the Iliad, Zeus knows that his cherished son, Sarpedon, never heard of him. <laughs> I don't know this His lesser man. known twin. Sorry to Sar-poop-ed. this man. <laughs> Sarpedon and Sarpoopton. Horrible. It's a Cain and Abel situation. <laughs> oh, man. Um, he, Zeus knows that his cherished son, Sarpedon. <laughs> Stop laughing. I won't. I can't. <laughs> Will be killed by Patroclus. But even so, Zeus cannot prevent his fate. So, like, he knows it's going to happen. But no matter what he does, it's not going to change anything. Wild. Yeah. Interesting. So not even Zeus. When you said uh, Patroclus. Patroclus. For Uh some reason, I was like, you know how you were saying that you, like, complete sentences? I thought you were going to say, like, by Patrick Wilson. And I was like, oh, my God, Patrick Wilson. Of the conjuring fame? <laughs> He's going to kill Zeus's l- loved son? <laughs> That's what the conjuring movies are actually about. I think they're going to reveal it soon. <laughs> oh my god. Um, some stories represent the three fates as the fatherless daughters of Nyx or Night. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, but others have them as the daughters of Zeus oh. and the uh, goddess Themis, who's like the justice goddess or something. The one with the scales. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zeus got around. So, that yeah. I mean, who me. wasn't a daughter of Zeus, honestly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope that they were the fatherless daughters of Nyx. I <laughs> love that ooh, phrase I, so that's much. That's really cool. Um, but like 
any ancient mythology, as you well know, <laughs> there's so much written about it. Yeah. That like there's so much contradicting and then it like over centuries it was one way and then suddenly it changed yeah. and was another way. So who mm-hmm. the fuck knows? Right. Which I'm sure that some people like love that whole thing. Like, oh, it I changes don't. It morphs. I'm like, oh, God. I hate it. Like this is, a fr- I think the first, t- one of the first times that mm-hmm. we've ever talked about like this sort of mythology um and like there's cool parts about it but also mostly it sucks like it was really hard to research i don't like it yeah Mm -hmm. um but this is still this is great yeah so keep going i'm still picturing the the fates from From disease hercules 1997 yeah me too you know the one (laughs) i love them so much Okay, so the three fates have names. Oh. Um, the first is Clotho. Clotho. <laughs> Come on. And they have like a spindle and thread. Clotho. Okay, uh-huh. cool. Clotho Needlo. <laughs> and Tiny Panso. <laughs> Horrible. okay sorry (laughs) many know her as the spinner oh mm -hmm. her job was to spin the thread of life um which represented a person's time on the planet Mm -hmm. and it was just as delicate as the line itself oh yeah cute the thread of life came from clotho's (laughs) distaff um which i had to google it's d it's d Distaff. Distaff. <laughs> um, no, it's D-I-S-T-A-F-F. And oh. I had to Google it to make sure that the website didn't make a typo. <laughs> but it's actually, it's um, like a stick or a spindle onto which wool, wool or flax is wound for spinning. Oh, okay. And it, they kind of look like um, uh, Harry Potter wands. <laughs> like ornate kind of but like not like they didn't intend them to be ornate Mm. they're just i don't know that's just what i thought of or like interesting um like a staff like a lord of the rings (laughs) staff not gandalf's because he was like poor (laughs) (laughs) like a rich wizard staff I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. Um, I'm not a Lord of the Rings person, so I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I also don't know. It's just I love the idea that you were like, because he was poor. <laughs> well, he's friends with like the hobbits and stuff, you know. I mean, like he's working class. <laughs> like Dumbledore <laughs> oh my gosh yeah he's Ooh. top tier yeah yeah exactly uh, he's one percent he's the one <laughs> <laughs> and Merlin who is like old money mm, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why but I was immediately like yes yes a jester <laughs> which is, I don't which what? is not I don't know <laughs> Why Merlin feels like a little jester to me. The Merlin from the Sword of Stone. <laughs> I think who's I like was. a goofy ass old man. <laughs> That's exactly 
like, like he has knobby knees. <laughs> Big stupid hat. <laughs> and an owl friend <laughs> who has more sense than him. <laughs> oh my god. Owl is rolling his eyes. Like, yeah, anytime Merlin trips over his broom, <laughs> over his own beard. <laughs> He's just a little jester. <laughs> oh my god. He's the most famous literary figure of all time. Just a little jester. Just a little goof. Oh my god. Ooh. Well, anyway. That was all riffing. <laughs> I didn't write down any of that. <laughs> Okay, okay. God, we're in the third paragraph. Okay. Oh, we're talking about the distaff. Um, According to some retellings of the Fates stories, she could also use her powers to decide if a being should meet or spare death. Oh. Yeah. Um, The next sister is Lachesis. Lachesis? Ooh. Lachesis. That's a better name. The The Clotho. Clotho. Agreed. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Lachesis is the middle sister, mm. um, so relatable for me, <laughs> and is the apportioner of lots oh. and the allotter. Oh. Her purpose was to measure the thread of life spun from Clotho. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's got a tape measure. She's coming to get you. <laughs> To do that, she would use the staff that she carried. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. They don't have rulers. <laughs> this guy's gonna live two staffs long. <laughs> this one's only got one third a staff. <laughs> this one's only gonna live for a distaff. <laughs> Good call back. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> So the staff acted as a measuring rod that would determine how long a mortal or deity had to live. And the oldest sister was Atropis. Atropis. Mm -hmm. Atropis had many nicknames. In many accounts, she was referred to as the inevitable or the unturnable, which is my favorite. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Some tense variations also called her she who cannot be turned. Which means the same thing. The unturnable. <laughs> Whoa. It's just adding unnecessary gender to it. <laughs> Atropis was the oldest of the fates. Her sole purpose was to cut the thread of life. <gasps> oh. Yeah. In Disney's Hercules. You <laughs> <laughs> just said it so seriously. In Disney's Hercules, 1997. Oh, God. I was going to say which one she was, but I actually don't remember. <laughs> All that for that? She's either the, like, real short one mm. or the one who um, was, like, who Hades was flirting with to get his way. And she's like, ah! You know, like, she makes that noise where she, like, sticks out her tongue and is like, <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> that is also how I flirt. <laughs> That sounded almost tongue. exactly like it. Oh my gosh. Oh you my did gosh, so good. I was you. trying so hard. Where am I? Um, 
in doing so, in cutting the thread of life, she mm-hmm. would decide how and when the being would die. Oh, yeah. how also? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right? Ooh, that's, that's a lot of power. Yeah. Very creative. I love that. Yeah. She carried around cutting shears. <gasps> Cute. Obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they each had their little tools, which I love. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh my gosh, I was so excited to read this part to you. Mm-hmm. In the visual arts, they were usually depicted as handsome women. Mm-hmm. But in literature, they are often imagined as both old and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you don't like what they're saying mm-hmm. doesn't mean you got to be mean about yeah. their looks. It's not their fault that that's their job. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, in this case, they truly can't choose their job. They're just yeah. doing their job. Yeah. That's one job they got. Yeah. So I guess the exception to the visual arts thing would be Disney's Hercules from 1997. <laughs> <laughs> um, in any case, they are almost always pictured... Um, as like weaving or binding thread but sometimes um, one or all of them can be seen reading or writing the book of fate oh nice yeah Yeah. so the fates would appear when a baby was born uh three days after so like three days after a baby was born i don't know why i said it like that (laughs) the fates would appear and that's when they would do their deciding okay but they never like no one saw them. No one spoke to them. It wasn't like a thing. Okay. Um, but the only time that they said anything to a mortal was at the birth of Maliger. Maliger. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Sounds like he's born into like sadness. <laughs> Just a Maliger home. I think you're adding an extra syllable to the word meager. Yeah. <laughs> I was picturing someone tipping their fedora and being meager. Meager is an apparently another figure in Greek mythology. I love it. Yeah. Um, so they appeared at his birth when they informed his mother. Althea, that her son would live until <laughs> until a log then burning in the hearth was burnt entirely to ashes. So <gasps> not very long. Oh, no! bad news. Uh-huh. So Althea put the log away in a chest and kept it safe for many years. Oh. Yeah, that's so sweet. Nice, Mom. Uh, however, oh. <laughs> When Maliger murdered her brothers... Oh, my gosh. I don't know the story. That was like, this is too much for me to look up right now. <laughs> um, so he murdered her brothers, which were his uncles. Oh, my gosh. Um, after a quarrel over a... Do you want to guess what, what they were fighting over? You'll never guess it. Uh, a pair of shoes? No. Um, I'll give you five, a lady? five guesses. No, okay. not a pair of shoes, not a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, was it like, um, <laughs> this is why, um, for like, who goes first over a bridge? No, okay. <laughs> that's such a good guess, though. <laughs> Thank you. Um, was it, um, who got to, do you want who, to do who just, got, who got oh. to eat the potatoes? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> all right, one more, one more. Mm-hmm. Um, they were fighting over the last crab rangoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing by your laughter, that's a no. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, uh, you are incorrect. Oh. I can't believe <laughs> none of your guesses were like money. <laughs> Good one. You did guess a you lady, which a is a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. I already know. Well, you don't think I'm eating what, <laughs> potatoes? Jeez, I did more than one about food. <laughs> I didn't even think about money. Who <laughs> would go first over a bridge? <laughs> Holy shit. That was so good. I loved Thank that. You. Um, no, those are all okay. wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> So is money though. Okay. So the the correct answer is a boar skin. We were looking for a boar skin. A A boar skin. A boar skin. A boar's the skin of a boar. Okay. Like a pig. Like a really boring person. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The boar's skin. All right. Okay. So a, a skin of a pig. Yes. Even. But like a furry pig, like, like a hairy a, pig, a furry feral pig. Yeah. Um, so after he killed them over that, <laughs> wow. Uh, she threw the log into the fire <gasps> and killed her son. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, and then afterward, out of remorse and despair, she killed herself. Oh, <laughs> so it was a no. murder suicide. Wow. Yeah. It was messed up Bummer. that's yeah. a wow that entire five people in that family killed because of a boar skin oh, Jesus. <laughs> was it magical <laughs> i don't know i kind of regret not including it now <laughs> so that was the time that the fates spoke to someone mm-hmm. and then there was one time when they were tricked <gasps> by someone mm-hmm. and they were tricked by apollo the sun god i've heard of him me too <laughs> wow <laughs> so apollo was a uh, force to be the cowherd of this king named admetus um because he killed someone i don't know um, <laughs> um so admetus and him were lovers which is very fun <gasps> nice. um and irrelevant i just want to talk to mention <laughs> just needed everybody to know <laughs> Someone described Apollo's love to the king as servitum amoris, which means slavery of love, Ooh. and asserts that Apollo became his servant not by force, but by choice, Ooh. which is, I love it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Apollo later helped Admetus win the hand of Alcestis, okay. the daughter of some other king. Oh. And... Um, Alcestis, of course, was like super beautiful and had so many suitors. Um, and the her dad set an impossible task to the suitors to win the hand of Alcestis. They must yoke a boar and a lion to a chariot. What? Yeah. So here's a boar coming up again, by the way. <laughs> Second time's the charm. So um, to help his friend and lover, Admetus, Apollo harnessed the yoke with the animals because that's something he could do because he was a god. Nice. <laughs> good. That's nice. Using his powers yeah, for good, finally. For once. God. 
Um, and Admetus drove the chariot and then married the girl. So they got married mm-hmm. and then um, everyone found out somehow that Admetus was supposed to die very soon after. Oh, no. Because it was determined by the fates. Yeah. And Apollo didn't want that to happen. Sure. So they're, um, they're buds. Yeah. Yeah. So Apollo made the fates drunk. <gasps> uh, <laughs> he got them drunk. Nice. And the fates agreed to reprieve Admetus if he could find someone to die in his place. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So he initially believed that one of his aged parents would happily take their <gasps> son's place of death. And they're like, um, no, <laughs> thank uh, you. No. <laughs> uh, get fucked. <laughs> And when they were unwilling, Alcestis instead died for Admetus. So his wife died what? in his place. No. Boo. The scene of death is described in Euripides' play, Alcestis, um, where Thanatos, the god of death, takes her to the underworld. And as she descends, Admetus discovers that he actually doesn't want to live. Um. Yeah, because his little nice happy wife is uh-huh. dead yeah so what's the point uh-huh so he says in in uh your euripides play i think my wife's fate is happier than my own even though mm. it may not seem so uh, no pain will ever touch her now and she has ended life's many troubles with glory but i who have escaped fate and ought not to be alive shall now live out my life in sorrow okay i Since wish being... i could roll my eyes Harder. Uh, harder. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Uh-huh. I wish I wish anyone would take my place. <laughs> All I want to do is live. Like, oh, my wife is gone. Oh, her fate is better than <laughs> oh, mine. Oh, I wish I were dead. Oh, God. <laughs> just what do a, it. Just like, right? You're just <laughs> unhappy no matter what. Right. So the situation was saved by Heracles, not mm-hmm. Hercules, <laughs> who rested at uh, Admi- Admetus's house. On his way towards the man-eating mares of Diomedes. Ooh. So he was just, uh, it was a rest stop for him. He was getting, he was getting a kick Before battle and yeah. a Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing this little um, side adventure. Love it. Heracles was greatly impressed by Admetus' kind treatment of him as a guest. And when he was told of the situation, he entered Al- Alcestis's tomb and he repaid the honor Admetus had done to him by wrestling with Thanatos until the god agreed to release Alcestis. Then led her back into the mortal world. Good. And then I hope she divorced the other guy. I hope so, too. She did. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that's also the plot of Hercules, uh, Disney 1997. It is, yeah. Except just Meg, Meg And Hercules. And Hercules himself. And, Not uh, Hercules. And Hades. Wait, what did you say? Her- Heracles. 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 <laughs> You mean Hercules? <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> we got it. Um, according to other accounts, Persephone, queen of the underworld, instead brought Alcestis back to the upper world, which is much simpler. It truly is. It truly is. Wow. Um, oh, wait. I have one more thing. I'm sorry. It's not um, a story, but it is a picture. So I found this picture of the three fates, and it's so funny because I was like, oh, that's me and Julie. <laughs> <laughs> me but and then, Julie and who? 
is this old crone in the <laughs> Oh my god, it is us and yeah. an old crone. <laughs> That's awesome. I love I'm that. I'm totally shirtless. <laughs> Bo- Tits out. Tits out. Uh-huh. You're clothed, which is noble of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this angry old crone. She's so pissed looking straight at the audience. I love it. Yeah. That's really fun. I didn't know mm-hmm. all those like specifics about the fates. Me That's neither. really cute. Yeah. Each Sorry, it's very cute. I know that they were like... <laughs> very important. Universally feared. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but like... Uh, no, yeah. they each have a cute little name and a cute mm-hmm. little accessory. And... <laughs> That's great. I'm picturing them as Barbies them. now. <laughs> oh, <God>. Stop. <laughs> Can you... The fates of Barbies. I want cloth, oh, mom. This Barbie is a fate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. This Barbie <laughs> measures your lifespan. <laughs> this Barbie is the unturnable. <laughs> wow. Well, this is fun. This is good. This was fun. We're going to try something a little different this week, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to give you some more time to think about what the theme is yeah so get good out luck. get out <laughs> get out your magnifying glass take some notes mm-hmm. listen to this a hundred times a hundred two hundred times tell yeah. your friends uh-huh. mm-hmm. make it a party mm-hmm. listen to it at a party yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so if you're listening on spotify you can um go into the q a section <laughs> this is baby's first q a <laughs> Obviously, we are um, just babies. Yes, we are just babies. Um, and answer it there. Sweet. And then if you're not listening on Spotify, <laughs> you can send us an email mm-hmm. or DM us on Instagram. Yeah, we'd love to hear your theories. Yes. The more unhinged, the better, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to like, it. it's going to seem obvious to us. Yeah. What the theme is like, duh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'd love to hear, like, what you guys pick up on as similarities between the two stories. Yeah. Especially, like, if you think you know what it is, you probably don't. Yeah. But. Or maybe you do. Maybe you do. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Let's find (laughs) out together. (laughs) Love it. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah. Check it out on there. Send us your um, little thoughts. Mm Mm-hmm. And we will also be telling you what it is at the beginning of our next episode. Yeah. Um, and so sharing for that. Sharing some of the more um, delightful answers that we get. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. All right. Uh, we're always looking for inspiration. So send us your one to two word theme ideas. Some examples from previous episodes are women, horns, Unexplained mysteries. Ooh. Mm. Uh, email us at ghoulgals at gmail.com or find us on social media. And don't forget, you can help keep the nightlights on by supporting us through Patreon. The link is in the episode description. And this is where we say, see you later, ghouls and boys. Bye. Bye. It's some women. Some okay, women. let's re- re-record that part. <laughs> it's some women. All right. All right. All right. <laughs>